there was i was uh, uh dr- driving home the other day and i was behind this car and it was this you know i don't know 18 year old kid or whatever and uh he had a he had a bumper sticker that just said vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I've seen bumper stickers that say, I eat ass. <laughs> like, do you have a mom? Not not as clever as vegetarian. <laughs> you know, vegetarian is good. But, but, but you know what? It's so direct. You got to respect it. Yeah, you got to respect who's, it. Who's going to get in that car? <laughs> like, it takes a special someone. <laughs> History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Hello, and welcome to History Defeats Itself. I don't like the way you said hello. That sounded artificial. Hello. That better. Yes. And welcome to History Defeats Itself. My name is Kevin Rosenquist. Thank you for joining us. We are a podcast that looks at people and events in the past and wonders why humans, us as humans, never learn from our history. Of course, every week I am joined by two men who will undoubtedly be watching Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome tonight in honor of the late, great Tina Turner, John Banks and Greg Mitchell. Wait, How's Tina Turner died? Tina you Turner died. That? She passed away today. Yes, I didn't know that. I would explain your low-grade fever. Probably. <laughs> I should, would it? No, not at all. <laughs> but maybe he's having like a fever because it's like a morning fever. Hmm. It could be. Oh, like morning. Oh, gotcha. Like apparently, a, like, apparently, yeah. love has a lot to do with my fever. That's true. Love does. Yeah. Well, John, we don't need another hero. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. I think you should just be a private dancer and just relax tonight. As you go down that midnight train to Georgia, <laughs> that's that and bad. And you're leaving. Not bad. Yeah. Follow us on social media. We're on. And you're uh, dancing on the Instagram. ceiling. Hey guys, TikTok. seriously, we should we should get this rolling, rolling, <laughs> all sorts rolling of stuff. Don't you like the way I threw the dancing in this on the ceiling? I did, I did. Like, that was not I, Tina Turner. Not though. Tina Turner. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but she could have. Yeah. She yeah. might be doing that now. Maybe that's what heaven is. Dancing on the ceiling. Is that D bag Ike still alive? Uh, he's probably not. Yeah. And I don't think he actually goes by D-Bag Ike. <laughs> like, I don't think are you was... sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I don't think that's how he refers to himself. I think that was part of the court order against him <laughs> that he had to change his name to D-Bag Ike. To Tina Turner. Pretty sure. She kept her name. Pretty sure. Yeah. How are you guys doing? I, I did I did the social media thing before. I, I'm all out of order. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm, I mean, I know how you're doing because we are. We talked for like 20 minutes before. I am. I am very saddened by the news of Tina Turner. I really didn't know. That's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. 83 though. Not not a bad life. Not a bad life. You know. I mean, we can only hope. We we can only hope. Given how much we drink, I hope you die at 83, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's interesting thing. I don't know if that's if that's a compliment. If that's like being positive or negative. I I don't. Well, it's negative for you, positive for me. <laughs> well, so. no, it's positive because, like, I mean, let's be honest. Do any of us think I'm going to live that long? No. Yeah. Not, so I think not with that, good. Not with that pasty skin. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, I feel like I, I feel like I'm very red because I'm overheating in this in this in this room. I feel like cirrhosis is going to get you by the time you're 74. I'll take 74. <laughs> cirrhosis is the name of his uh, of his new dog. <laughs> Alcoholism. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> 
I don't know what would be a weird thing to name your dog. Alcohol. Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis or alcoholism. Come here, alcoholism. Come here. Okay, good boy. Good good boy. You're such a good problem. (laughs) You know, just because you took one day off drinking, Greg, does not mean you get to make fun of me. I worked, but I didn't even tell you what happened in the evening. Yeah, you did. You took a nap. (laughs) No, that was today. This happened yesterday. I went out to dinner with a bunch of Czechs, and we went for sushi, and then I got fucked up all over again on sake. Did you have a lot of Pilsner or Kells, too? No. Hmm. <laughs> Who got Czechs, the Czech? Which Czechs Czech love that Czech? shit. Um, so my old, uh, I used to billet a kid that was from Czech, and he's 25 now, and he came back with his dad for a visit, and it was we had an awesome time. And then I also have a friend that's from Czech, uh, my son and his son play hockey together and have for since for the last 10 years. And, and the guy from the dad from Czech can't speak any English, but he does this really cool thing when you take a shot with him where he has to look you deep in the eyes. And it's just, it turns you into kind of like this weird, he looks into your soul every time you say <laughs> cheers. And it's uncomfortable. What do, they, what do they say? What do they say? Um, he said cheers. <laughs> he said cheers? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I have I I have a buddy who's Polish and he says uh tr- oh god what is it Trista I forget what it is Czech's a tough language like he was saying some stuff to you and I can't remember what the hell it was yeah a lot I of consonants like, I feel like any language that's not English for me is a tough language yeah and sometimes for you English yeah. is pretty tough <laughs> let's yeah. let's be honest yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. be honest if I have to read it oh man. I just have to speak it and not say the word Massachusetts. Yeah, <laughs> you're de- you're you're fairly decent at conversational English. Yes. Not really. <laughs> nope, he's not. That's he's good at beer gro- beer growing. I am. I was looking set. at some of the older posts, and this thing is really in the. It's really it's 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 a lot bigger than it was four months ago. It's disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> How do you look when you're running? Like you go for dogs <laughs> a lot. I can just imagine it looks just like a beard floating down the sidewalk. Yeah, I live, people must be. Terrified I live, to like right, see you doing this. Look at this homeless guy coming after me. <laughs> and there's the, the subway, and then there's like these grates, and basically when the subway goes, it just like pushes air up. And so the air, <laughs> so if you're walking on those grates, it literally like it floats up. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. Do you wear like like cargo points, cargo pants that haven't been like washed in like two years and ratty old t-shirts and stuff? Because people really might call the cops on you if you did that. I mean, no, I smoke a lot of crack. <laughs> okay. like, while you're running. <laughs> Nah, just walking around. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> I got my I got my running crack and I got my walking around crack. So it's it's funny because oh, oh. I have to pee. I don't know why I didn't do this before. All right, I'm gonna get talk a drink. amongst yourselves. I thought he was gonna be really upset because I said crack. <laughs> He's pretty sensitive. I know. Look at Is that short? leather shorts. <laughs> okay, I gotta get, I gotta get a drink. I'll be right back.
I'm back first. Not second or third, it's first. I'm in first place. Yeah. Hey, everybody out there, listen to the sound. Oh, for all you ASMR people, that was heaven. Okay, here comes the first sip. First sip's always the best. Here we go. Kevin, it was good. You're walking back. You look like you're wearing leather shorts and you're about to sit down. It's weird that you have an erection in shorts. Nobody likes that. Hey, Kevin. Hey, John. I wasn't saying weird things about either one of you guys. I don't know why I didn't go before the episode, but uh, here we are. So thank you. I I hope you took it out on that toilet by not flushing. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, toilet. Fuck you, toilet. You just sit in my urine. Hey, do you guys ever notice that a toilet is just literally a seat that you defecate into? Like, you don't do that with any other furniture. <laughs> At well, least not on so, purpose. If, if my couch had water in it <laughs> with piping, I would probably shit in my couch. The piping's more key than the water, I feel like. The water <laughs> does help though, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you want that you want the shit to leave and go as far as possible away. So what's the most I don't know, efficient way for that to happen for my poop to be as far away from me as humanly possible? Yeah. Was the George Carlin bit where he's just like, why do you say take a shit? You don't take a shit. You leave a shit. Yeah. I have been doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I've got quite the collection. In my butt. It's hard to get in there, but once you get used to it, no problem. (laughs) Oh, man. I started started taking a thesis. Hey, by the way, we started the show. (laughs) So this isn't the show. Oh, right, 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 right. Go ahead. You started taking what? (laughs) Thesis. It's like a a neurotropic. It's It's supposed to help with focus, and it actually does. It really does. But God damn, it fucks my stomach up. Mm. You know what fucks my stomach up? Life. Judaism. No. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I believe that. I believe climate, a... <laughs> climate and digestion. Yeah. Those are the two worst parts about being a Jew. A lot of Courtney's friends have IBS. So. And I should have been of... a Jew because I don't, got a good, I don't got a great stomach. I don't either. <laughs> I used to have a phenomenal stomach. Oh god, in my teenage years, like I, I had acid reflux, but that was all up here. My stomach was great. I used to. I went to summer camp once. I didn't take a shit for over two weeks. Like legitimately? Yeah, but then once I did, did you to like tear your sphincter? I shit a leg. (laughs) Your was it someone else's leg? (laughs) It was well. It was a poop leg. <laughs> I don't think poop. it belonged to anybody. It was <laughs> a poop did, shaped like a leg. They didn't get it back. I, I have that one in my museum of poop. <laughs> so it was like I three Greg. It's yeah. like I 3D printed it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm gonna have to figure out how I'm gonna edit all this back up back together because I don't know if any of that is. Uh, I don't know. Put it all it's in. Up. I don't know. It sounds like three eight year olds are talking. <laughs> Oh, all of a sudden, Mr. Highbrow guy. Yeah, one time this I was un- at summer camp and I didn't shit for two and a half weeks. This is unpublishable. <laughs> I'm the one that said it and I don't have a problem with it. We've set a standard that we have to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> now is I when am proud of Greg, books. though. I don't think he's talked about penises once yet. Well, because we're talking about poop. <laughs> so, so that's true. He's literally... He's 13. What do you want that's from true. him? They're, if you that's think about true. it, they're kind of shaped the same. <laughs> okay. All right, I don't know how exactly how I'm editing all this together. However, we're just going to say, let's, let's get going. Let's start. Let's start. Greg, it's your turn. Let's Wait, hear it, buddy. 
Did you do social media, social media, social media? <laughs> did you do all that social media stuff, Kevin? I think I said, yeah, I said that we're on social media stuffs. <laughs> Follow us on Insta talk. You, you guys know the things. And if you're on one of the things and we're not there, it's because we hate you. It's, it's the only, it could be the only reason. <laughs> if yeah. you're 25. We are, our, our video, we have video episodes on YouTube and more people are checking those out these days. So they must think we're handsome. That's and all you know I can who say. you are. You do. You I'm do. Definitely funny. I'm the funny looking one. That's true. Well, that's you true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have a beard, going though. 100% agreement with Greg. Yeah. I'm definitely the hot one. I disagree. Oh, God. I disagree. <laughs> on wrong? We have the ugliest podcast on the planet. <laughs> we have faces for radio. Yep. That's for, that's for sure. I'm going to start. Yes, you should. I feel really hurt. <laughs> I don't. I can't stop thinking about Johnny Cash. Uh, Did he have a face for radio? Myself today. All right, let's go, Greg. Go. It's part you know of the episode. You know Oscar Wilde, that, right? I started it. Oscar okay. Wilde is known for saying everything in moderation, including moderation. I've always loved that quotation because it forgives us for being human. Sure, you shouldn't be half in the bag 24-7, but every once in a while, you got to say fuck it and go on a bender. So let me pose this question to you fine gentlemen. Do you think that there can ever be too much of a good thing? No. Yes. Okay, well, would you like us to do something expound? You, let's ruminate. Let's ruminate about that and just pick it up in a second. Because sometimes when I ask you a question right off the bat, you guys aren't really ready to talk about it. And that's what it seemed like. Um, so I, I can honestly say that I do think that there is too much of a good thing, with one exception, and that's Mexican food. <laughs> because... I could eat also Mexican disagree food with that every day. <laughs> I love Mexican food. I could. I, I love eat. Mexican food too. It doesn't always love me. Yeah. Well, that's your in your little tummy problems. I just, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I think that's just called training, Kevin. <laughs> that's just. Oh, you're just pushing, well then, push through the pain so you get to the other side. I I, I don't know how long it's going to take to get to the other side. <laughs> but I got 44 years of rough shits going. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like so yes, I am including when I was like like a month old. <laughs> tiramisu, I can eat that shit every day six I times. Know. We've talked. We've talked about the tar- tiramisu thing. Yeah, that's a weird thing that you want to fucking stick with. It's delicious. <laughs> it is delicious, but man, but it's, it's it's tiramisu. I see, just... I think you're going to get sick of it. I disagree. I think you're saying okay. I, I'm not Stupid. saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm right. I take it back. I, I would get sick of it. I I'm saying it. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay. So too much of a good thing. Like, I I was once in an orgy. That that wasn't bad. <laughs> that, that was a pretty cool good thing. Okay. Okay. But if there, but if there were, if there was a lot of people in it, there maybe it would become. Lot. Or if that and, was all you were ever doing. And yeah, what if it never ended, John? And you're like. It goes from heaven to hell pretty quickly. Yeah, you're like, I just want Mexican food, and I just, I'm getting plowed in the ass right now. That's not an option. Yeah, I'm getting pegged. <laughs> I like how you both assume I'm getting fucked in the ass. Oh, no, def- definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. John, not are even... you getting? John, are you getting fucked in the ass? But yeah, it's an orgy. <laughs> okay. like, like everybody's getting fucked in the ass. It's... Okay, good. <laughs> oh, everybody is. Yeah. So it's like a train. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's you know. I think it also, if I if I may get philosophical on you guys, 
I think it also depends on your definition of good. Because good can mean a lot of different things. As oh, in, this like, guy's gotta get all fucking no, 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 heady no. on us. I, no, no, just think about I'm it for a, a second. I'm a foodie. Here. I'm a heady foodie. Okay, oh, go ahead. Sorry. What does this have to do with food? I don't I'm know. I'm saying, like, you brought you brought up you brought up the bender thing, or you think about, um, you know, drugs or any sort of thing that makes you feel really good. That's good, but <laughs> damn it, I still hate that John found the chat box. <laughs> um, but seriously, though, sorry, I had a. Sorry, it's seven up. Yeah, no, no, we we heard. We we all know you. Just because you put your shirt over your face does not make (laughs) make it unable to be heard. I thought maybe it would make it so the viewers who were watching the video didn't know who did it. (laughs) (laughs) Did it work? Yep. You know, it's an audio podcast, too. That would have made more sense to go that route. (laughs) Well, yeah. Please go but, on, Kevin. but but back to my philosophy. Um, I I think that, uh, but it do, it really does because not everything that's that is that's good in the moment is good for you. So like you know there can be too much of a good thing. You know you brought up Mexican food. I mean Mexican food's amazing. You can't eat it every day, all day, like all the time. You would that was not be not good for you. Wait, are you trying to tell me that the country of Mexico is, is having a problem? <laughs> because... I said all day, all the time. Like, you can't do that. Well, Mexicans well, I don't think eat you're supposed Mexican to eat it all the time. You're all supposed to eat when you're time. hungry. But I'm saying too much of a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree like you, with you. At some point, like, you could you could just keep going. You can't just keep going. I must like, if you, have a, if you have a burrito. I must be a real contrarian because Kevin is stating exactly my argument, and I'm fighting with him <laughs> just because it's coming out of his fucking head. You're just pissed because I made your argument. <laughs> I'm just pissed because, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, but I mean, I I think, you know, I, again, I think it depends on your definition of good, but I definitely think that there can be too much of a good thing. And well, that I, is true because you're, I'm sorry, I cut you off, John. Well, I, I think it also depends on, you know, because Kevin and I have talked about this, we both smoked for a long time, and, you know, and for me, it was like, it was worth quitting because of just the way it made me feel and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But if But smoking was awesome. Yeah, well, it was I mean, amazing. I, I guess that's, I, I guess the like the fear of cancer and the like yeah. the, the dying stroke heart attack part was greater for me than the the nicotine, right? right? But some people, you know, if you have the right kind of brain, there's nothing better in the world than that cigarette. Or if you're an alcoholic, there's nothing better. So it's like, yeah, it or the is, wrong kind of brain. Well, yeah, yeah, but but it is like killing you. But also, if you're getting like, cause that's it's dope. You know, you're just getting pleasure. Look, chemicals. man, I don't understand where this story is going. <laughs> if, you, if you have all these pleasure chemicals <laughs> that are going off all the time, give a drink of beer. So it's well, like, yeah. I, know, oh, yeah, that's right. I know we say it's bad because we look at that person like, oh, they're they're flushing the left on the toilet, but but they're also while they're drinking, they're experiencing bliss. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. like, even if it's killing them, it's still great for them. It could be. It could be. We're going down a weird path, but. Uh, to make your to further your point who are we to say what's good or not and right as a society we could say something's really bad like cocaine but when you're doing cocaine and and it's got a grip on you forget cigarettes <laughs> like you're like yeah let me tell you it's a great example you go heroin you do there's a lot of different things i mean there's there's you know if you're in that moment then you're it's, and you, there's nothing bad about you, it don't get to the orgy without cocaine <laughs> so right. A, right yeah that's the only way they let john in yeah <laughs> Did you bring the cocaine? Of course yeah. I did. All right, come on in. I guess take off your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody look at this. Take off your pants and get on all fours because someone's about to peg you. <laughs> I was pegged by a person named Peggy. <laughs> so, oh. Well, cool. That's uh, that's a nice third grade joke. 
Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what third okay. grade did you go to? <laughs> yeah, I, they were not talking about pegging in third grade for me. No. All right, guys. Uh, so we ended up having a conversation. I didn't know that we were going to, but I'm going to just go ahead and read this next part because I wrote it. So why not? You show me the hottest, most attractive, best looking, smartest, funniest, most charismatic person out there. And I can just show you that someone is sick of fucking them. Oh, oh, backfired. <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble because that had, I was hoping one of you was going to raise their hand. And... <laughs> it just happens i'm not saying that they never will have sex with you again but you know you got to do a lot of work to change things up that's why there's role playing that's why there's new positions that's why maybe sometimes people are swingers or people have open relationships because you're trying to keep uh, a relationship fresh new and you want to be stimulated and interested in your partner or oh maybe God, someone this else. This episode really is about pegging, isn't it? <laughs> it is about pegging. <laughs> so why am I bringing this up? Because I found pegging. someone special. <laughs> and no, I'm not talking about John Banks. Oh. oh I found him a long time ago. It it's not like it just occurred to me. Someone so dedicated to his hobby that he is almost inhuman. I would say, nay, superhuman. Today, we will be discussing Ultra Marathon Man, Dean Carnazes. I love Dean Carnazes. Carnazes, yeah. Have you, you Those heard of people Dean? are nuts. Yeah. Oh, they're fucking completely cray-cray. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear about John's opinion about him. He's the dude that runs in the water bubble, right? For training? Dude, he sure is fuck does yeah. he's a guy that runs Settle a down. marathon no no it's is exciting he runs a marathon to go run a marathon so he can go run a marathon <laughs> he runs a marathon while kevin's pouring a beer yeah isn't is is ultra marathon 15 mile or 50k what is the ultra marathon again uh he breaks all fucking rules because he's ultra marathon man no but there is an ultra marathon distance what is the distance i think it was it's 100 double, miles right? how many 100 oh shit it's a hundred miles. I know he he actually this dude runs to the fucking marathon. He runs and then they start running. <laughs> so let me start telling you some stuff. I'm going to start with a quote from his website. He's named by Time Magazine as one of the 100 most influential people in the world. Dean Carnazes. I hope I'm saying that right. Sorry, Dean. I know you're listening because you're that kind of freak that listens to this podcast. Has pushed his body. It doesn't say all that on the on his website. <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry, but an ultra ultra marathon could be 50k, 100k, 50 miles, or 100 miles. Yes, he's doing. He does. He I'll that's just nuts. Listen to the shit, man. Because you're gonna get. Can, we're gonna I get think some he, numbers. We need to set up a, a a cage match between him and Wim Hof. Can we do it? It's funny because I've mentioned Wim Hof in this fucking in my. Yeah. Uh, at the end, but not flatteringly, because you know I hate that buck. <laughs> you do not like him for no Side reason. Note, I've been Zero taking cold reason. showers. I did see my buddy McKay the other day. I haven't seen him in years. Oh, how's he doing? He might go to like fucking Norway and train to be a like a a Wim Hof guy. <laughs> Why haven't you? I want constant updates on this. <laughs> I this just happened like two days ago. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad I'm learning about it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. If, if it happened, like you know, I apologize three months, for not texting you. Yeah, you should have. Maybe give him my number, and we can. I want to talk to him. No, I don't want. First that. of all, I want to talk about his fucking name. I realize it's not his fault, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so 
<laughs> Carnazes has pushed his body and mind to inconceivable limits. Among his many accomplishments are he's run 50 marathons in all 50 U.S. states in 50 consecutive days. I did hear about this guy. I did hear about this guy. Yeah. How is that? How? How? How did well, he get to on Alaska? an airplane to get on? But still, like to have the. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's run across Death Valley in the middle of summer, and he's run a marathon to the South Pole. Yeah, I just well, before we like get into this guy and how great he is, let's not forget about Forrest Gump. That guy ran for like two and a half years, so every day, mm -hmm. you know. John always wants to point out the beard guys. <laughs> I was gonna say he's just envious of his beard. That's that. There's like a there's like a club, you know. <laughs> it's like your Greg club. club. And you two patchy bastards aren't in it, <laughs> so. <laughs> Did you call us patchy? Yeah, patchy. I'm just assuming the reason you don't grow beards because they come in patchy. Oh yeah, no, no. Kevin and I definitely wanted to look homeless, and we were just yeah, so yeah. disappointed no, with it, the result. It, yeah, I I want to just completely get rid of all self respect as well, but I just can't do it because of my patchiness. Yeah, no, I love yeah. your definition of success, John. It's fantastic. <laughs> I know you're making fun of me, but but I don't care because it all just gets caught in my beard. <laughs> so, I honestly just wish that your mustache would would hang over your like you have good teeth. They're nice and white and straight and very pretty. <laughs> I, I wish you grew the mustache where it covers your fucking mouth. I don't know why you have to trim that thing. Uh, so I wouldn't talk or why? No, because I like the look oh. of that. So like, like you're always guessing where that person's face hole is. <laughs> the face hole. Yeah. <laughs> Be really interesting. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, guys. On 10 separate occasions he's run a 200 mile relay race but not as a relay participant he ran the solo racing alongside teams of 12 his list of competitive achievements include winning the world's toughest foot race the badwater ultra marathon and winning the four deserts challenge racing in the hottest driest windiest and coldest place on earth a new york times best-selling author are you gonna Dean, tell us what that was or yeah, I'm going to go on and explain all these things. This is okay. kind of... It was all Chicago, <laughs> different times of the year. So <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Dean is a frequent speaker and panelist at many running and sporting events worldwide. I've seen untold videos with this guy being interviewed, and he's fucking crazy, but cool. Like He's a good dude. He's, Where is he from? Uh, he is from... He was born in L.A. He was born in England. Oh, he's American. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's where Los Angeles is located. So if you well, want, I didn't. Just... I just say I didn't realize that he was. I didn't know he was American. You're just not a very good storyteller. So I, you didn't say that. In fairness, it's, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say something so true and accurate? <laughs> How dare you call me out on my shittiness in such a concise manner? <laughs> Unlike me presenting this podcast, episode. so well articulated your insult. <laughs> um. I had a question, but I can't remember what it was. It's probably. I'm sure it'll weird. occur to you again. Yeah, I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> so this episode about memory loss is about <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> and I hope you're enjoying it so far. <laughs> Dean Carnese, also known as the Ultra Marathon Man and the Perfect Human, popularized ultra marathons in his book Ultra Marathon Man: Confessions of an All Night Runner. You guys. One night, or one night, I shouldn't say one night, one time he went out for a run, <laughs> and it was 350 continuous miles. 
Doesn't that seem like 349 miles too many? <laughs> How can I ask the obvious question? It, it's about poop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say sleep. Yeah. Like, no, that was good uh, too. Well, obviously you, you can't sleep, but he can poop. It just, I don't think he has to like run the whole time. Like, I mean, I'm you sure just said he's consecutive. Pulling he's pulling over to, well, he is, but I mean, you're pulling gonna... over. Is he driving? I could do no. that. No, he's pulling over his body <laughs> and poops. The guy I saw him interviewed and he fucking, he brings he his pooped. cell phone and a credit card with him and he orders pizza along the way. And they'll, he'll have the pizza. Like he'll have the Domino's. He'll be running and like the car will meet him and they, Hey, how you doing? And yeah, he, he was talking about that when he was interviewed on David Letterman. So he like just, Oh, okay. So he's definitely pooping. That we know. <laughs> he's like, dominoes. Sir, what's your address? <laughs> the road. I'm on the what's road. What's your address? It's five five five. I'm sorry. Five five six. I'm sorry. Five five seven. I'm sorry. Five five. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm just gonna run in a circle till you guys get here. <laughs> Is that what he says? Is that what he says to the pizza guy? You know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm just gonna run in a circle to get here. I'm in a cul-de-sac now, <laughs> so just come out this way <laughs> until I get the pizza. Then I'll move on. Do you guys mind pre-chewing it? I don't have the energy. Why did, to wait, chew wait, my wait. Own why food. did he just? Why did he just plan his route to run by a pizza place? <laughs> like, why is he making the pizza people work so hard? That's because not a bad point. Delivery is point. part of what they do. Like that's <laughs> yeah. Domino's. They deliver they... to stationary places. <laughs> <laughs> well. They're going to deliver to a stationary place. It's just he's going to get there at the same time that they do. Well, if he doesn't well, man, stop yeah, running. John's right, though. Like, if he just planned it right, he could just be like, hey, I want you to just just stand outside and just hold the pizza yeah. out. And I'll grab it like like a like a cup of water at a mar- regular person's yep. marathon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> except except hydrating delicious water, you get salty pizza <laughs> <laughs> and, carb- and carbs and. I don't Bread. know why you guys are punching holes in this right now. It's a thing that actually happens. He, I believe it happened. The logistics of it. Yeah. That's why I, it, yeah, I believe it, it too. I just don't think it's the best option. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's just an agreement between him and Domino's. You don't have to get involved. <laughs> did he get a sponsorship? Because if he didn't, Domino's missed on that one. Yeah. Well, they miss on a lot of things. That's true. <laughs> Including pizza. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh give you a little facts about him. He's he's 60 years old. He, uh, he was born in LA, like I said, to Greek descendant parents Nick and Fran. He has a brother, Craig, and a sister, Perry. Um, so he also married his high school sweetheart. And a little bit about his life early on, he had a he had a perfectly normal American child upbringing and normal life. So he was molested, and he was, his dad was a vet. <laughs> so he was molested by a priest. He was, he was molested abused by, a, by his parents. He, he was, was molested by a pair of Nikes. <laughs> He's like, I better get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm going to run away from these things. Oh, no, they're on my feet. Run, 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 run. That's all I go, can go, do. Go, He's, go, go, go. Yeah, you can't run 350 miles and not be running from something. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's not psychoanalyze this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to get, <laughs> we'll get into this. Okay, well, we'll learn a little bit about that, too. But, you know, he ended up having, like, a miserable – it wasn't miserable, but, he, had, you know, he got married, and he had a couple kids, and he was living the American dream, had a job, 401K, and it just – he was not happy. Mm-hmm. And I would be only, happy if I had a 401K. <laughs> have you seen what the stock market is done? Yeah, he would be happy uh, right now. True. I don't know what it's done, but it's a good – thing. it always makes it sound like, oh, yeah, I sure have. Mm, 401K and stuff on Roth IRS. Hmm. 
All I know is that my portfolio is something. <laughs> my, my portfolio, portfolio is, is Kevin without clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> my portfolio is a bunch of is me taking pictures of money <laughs> and putting it in a book. So, and I'll be honest, I'm not really sure what a portfolio is, but I definitely I have definitely it's hard to take that to diversify. So I have three books in four different places. So they told me to diversify, so I just wear different clothes when I take the pictures. Can you can I please deposit this picture of money? <laughs> the people said it's a mobile deposit. It's a picture of some cash that I saw. Why does this not work? Why am I going to jail? <laughs> it's weird. Okay, how did he start running, you guys ask? Because of course you did. He started running for fun when he was in kindergarten on the way home from school. By so he was third... chased by bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Pain I know all too well. Or a white windowless van. <laughs> <laughs> At least he turned it into something useful. <laughs> Instead of getting caught in therapy. By third grade, he was running and organized running events. And by age 11, he was hiking areas like the Grand Canyon and Mount Whitney. For his 12th birthday, he cycled 40 miles to his grandparents' house for fun without telling his parents. How old was he, did you say? He was 12. (laughs) Holy shit. But at least he cycled it. He didn't run that. He wasn't crazy. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) And that would have been in the 80s, probably, right? Because if he's 60, he would have been born in... 43? No, 53. He would have been born in 63? 63. I can't. I can't. I don't know math. I can't sit here while John does math. He would have been born in 63. This is not going to get better. So he would have been, this would have been 1975. (laughs) Okay. It matters. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to talk about his 30th birthday, and I'm afraid if I can watch John. It matters. Okay, it does matter. I'm glad it matters to you. So you fast forward to his 30th birthday. And that's when he really became a runner. He walked out of the of a bar and decided, <laughs> here's what he says. I walked out of a bar on the night of my 30th birthday and decided I was going to go, I was going to run 30 miles to celebrate. I blame my running career on bad tequila. AKA Jose Cuervo. <laughs> I've done some real questionable things when I leave a bar, but not that. Yeah. I, I have run to the car to th- put my hand on it because I didn't want to fall over while I was throwing up. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah which is I, who who the fuck runs 30 miles on it? So, I mean, it was two in the morning, too, by the way. Maybe he, maybe he was so shit faced. He's like, I shouldn't drive. I'm going to run. <laughs> but he couldn't remember how to get home. So he ended up going 30 miles. <laughs> that would make sense. He lived like a, like a quarter mile away. <laughs> yeah, it would actually make sense if he did that. But no, he did it on purpose because thirty miles, thirty years, and mm-hmm. so it was sense. actually it was actually because uh, I, I don't want to say her name on here, but it was actually uh, Kevin's sister in law who told me about this guy years ago, and she was like, yeah, like, like and I know when he was in his because I guess he would have been in his forties at that time, and and all he did was what run. year was that, John? That, <laughs> that would have been around two thousand three. He would have been forty, uh, and and um, he, the dude was shredded. I would imagine just shredded. And he didn't, and that's what he said. He didn't do push-ups, sit-ups, none of that. He just ran, and he was shredded because he just runs and runs and runs. So, being shredded is pretty. Yeah, I mean, it's what Americans, what we value in this culture, is shredding this. Shredded, not worth it. Not worth <clears throat> it. That's why we like shredded wheat <laughs> so much. 
Yep, six. Well, that and it helps our digestion. I like my wheat with six pack abs. So, <laughs> America. <laughs> he's he's quoted as saying, "I'm fascinated by difficult things. Combining running and adventure in unique and imaginative ways thrills me the way few other things do in life." Yeah, no shit. Running is only part of the challenge. Planning and resourcefulness play an equally critical role. You're essentially recreating the wheel with each new endeavor, he said. That's a little Seems... bit. I think he's a little bit not so much with the thinky thinky. Well, if he was recreating the wheel, he wouldn't be doing all the goddamn running because he'd be using the fucking wheels, wouldn't he? <laughs> John this... Banks. It's a solid point. <laughs> this guy sounds like a real good father, right? He's like, oh, I'm going to miss your baseball game because I'm running. <laughs> I haven't and seen my I'm going to miss kids. your childhood because I'm running. I'm going to run to your graduation right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to run past your graduation. <laughs> See you later. Poor guy. Okay, you guys want to hear some of his achievements? Of I, do. I do. He ran 350 miles in 80 hours and 44 minutes without sleep in 2005. How how far? Uh, three hundred fifty miles. He ran for eighty hours and forty four minutes, and he didn't sleep. So that's good for you. But he pooped. We we've established that he's pooping <laughs> he on these pooped. runs, right? Yes, he pizzaed and he pooped. He's pizzaed and yes. he pooped. He also said, by the way, that he also he likes cheesecake. He likes to eat things that are high calorie dense because apparently, if you're going to run for three hundred fifty miles, you need some calories in you. Do you think he likes tiramisu? Oh, yeah. He said he'd eat it every day. No problem. <laughs> and I, can. I, I, I knew a guy back in the day who was like a just lifted weights constantly. He was big dude. And he ate so much fast food. But it was like because he lifted so much that it was like it it helped him to get bigger because it was like so much fat and, and carbs and all sorts of stuff. He's I don't know. Probably- like. He's probably still running on a caloric deficit. Probably. Yeah, that's I was, true. I was... Uh... Well, then so would this dude. Oh, for sure. I don't think you can catch up. I don't think he can catch up to the calories. Hugh, yeah. Hugh Jackman. I was watching... Uh, Hugh Jackman was talking about how he... Because uh, he, he's going re- to redo the role of Wolverine for the next Deadpool, apparently. And so he was like getting bulked up. He's getting bulked up for that again. And something like... It's like 10,000 or 12,000 calories a day. He's, he's And basically, he just said, I am... He's like, I exercise... And I eat <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's what he does. Exercise. Well, exercise, I heard eat. what he had to eat. And then like at the last month or something like that, he's got to get shredded. Yeah. And the way that he does that is he only eats chicken. Yeah. For like 30, like what did chicken ever do to that guy? <laughs> that's like, that's like, really uh, mean. The offensive and defensive linemen in football. I mean, they, they, their calorie intake is absolutely ridiculous because those guys are humongous and they're super athletic. And then as soon as they retire, they lose like 100 pounds. Well, a lot of those athletes, as soon as they retire, they don't stop eating as quickly as they probably should and they gain fucking weight. I don't know about the offensive linemen. I, I think that they, they just, they can't, they can't stay that They big. can't eat that much. Like they don't need to eat that much anymore, you know? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, here's some more tidbits. Uh, he completed a run called the Relay. It's a 199-mile run from Calistoga to Santa Cruz in California. He'd done it 11 times solo. Jesus And Christ. that's the Relay run that I was referring Does he to win? earlier. And he's actually beat teams. He's beat teams of 12, like 12 people teams before. That would, 
That would solo. be a little defeating, wouldn't it? Yeah, this fucking guy <laughs> smoked this. How, he, how does he have knees? That's a good question. Oh, oh, because or he was feet. he was he was born a human, and human beings have knees. Hmm. So he he has a couple My of things. My knees hurt right now, and I'm just <laughs> sitting here. Yeah, that's yeah. why they hurt. According to him, he cools down from running by running. <laughs> that's how he does stuff. He he runs a marathon before he actually does his training for running. So he never really stops. He's running right now. I promise you, wherever he is right now, he's out on a run. I do know that there's a. I forget what the book is called. And you know me, I like books. Um, but no, it it's, it was. It's about. Uh, it, it's basically it was written about 15, 20 years ago. But it's 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 this group. It's like a, tri- or a a group of native people in Mexico, and they run everywhere. And they're and they're a lot of them are marathon runners, and they too they and they run in sandals, and they will run to the marathon. They'll run the marathon and they'll run home. So they may run like 100, 150 miles in one day or, or, or a couple of days, however long it takes to get there. But they Jesus. run. Yeah. And the resting, and, their, their running heart rate is like ridiculously low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about their resting heart rate. It's like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, it's like lub. <laughs> it's just the blood is just. Dub. Uh, all right. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they, they like do. to wait for that beat to drop. They really, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, wouldn't you think you'd get bored too? Like, like seriously, like I mean, you can only listen to so many comedy podcasts when you're running that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it's like we've got enough material to get this guy through one of his 350 mile runs. <laughs> we might by now, but I mean, seriously, like I just, I don't know. I don't know. What's the, what's the longest you've ever run? Kevin or Greg? Uh, <laughs> to the fridge. Not very. I'm gonna go not very. No, I did a I did a 10k. That was the longest I've ever done. I've run. I think I've run like 12 miles. Yeah. Cool. Someone want to ask John? Hey no, John. I don't. I don't want to answer that question. That's none of your fucking. Did business. you do a marathon, John? No, my brother did. When he, what I think does was... the fuck does that matter? I don't like. I know people who've done marathons too. Because I love yeah. my brother and I, I connect. It is him. National Brother Day. There you go. Well, my brother ran a marathon. Yeah, your brother runs a lots of marathons. Your brother, your brother runs like 15, 20 miles a day, doesn't he? Or some He's shit like stupid. That. He's in really stupid good shape. Yeah. This might surprise you guys. My brother has not run a marathon. <laughs> we know his brother, surprised. and that seems on point. <laughs> First of all, you can't run a marathon in Crocs, and that guy loves wearing Crocs. He <laughs> so does love Crocs. It's a little weird. It's I don't a little get it. weird. You need a, if you he did run a marathon, he'd have to set the Crocs to sport mode. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, thing. a metal drummer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, not, just, not and not fun metal. <laughs> no real metal. Yeah, real scary metal. metal, scary people metal. Crocs, 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 and that's that's their ballad. <laughs> that's so they're really, I mean, as far as rock, they're really good. I will say they are, they are very good. Uh, yeah, as far yeah. as death metal goes, or, yeah, that's yeah. not like it's death metal. I forget what it's called. Sludge Doom, it's emo, something. emo metal. E- <laughs> There's not even a channel on XM Radio for them. I don't think. Or no, there is not. There is not. Yeah. Even with all the new channels. Yeah, they just don't. Uh, you got to keep scrolling <laughs> to find it. Okay. So let's see here. Uh, where was I? He ran a marathon in the, uh, at the South Pole in, in uh, negative 13 degree Fahrenheit. 
That's cold. He, uh, let's see, he ran 3,000 miles across the United States from Disneyland to New York City in 75 days, running to 40 to running 40 to 50 miles per day. Is this what is this, is this what Fit Forrest Gump was based on? Uh, I don't. I mean, I didn't read that anywhere. I think Forrest Gump really just had a mental breakdown. This guy just lives his life like that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> he ran 148 miles in 24 hours on a treadmill hoisted on a two-story platform above Times Square. I don't remember Why? seeing that happen, but don't you think that treadmill would get worn out? Just conked yeah, it out, but yeah. So okay, here's the, you asked about the Badwater Ultra Marathon. I don't think we did. I don't remember doing that. Uh, Kevin did when I introduced like one of the one of the races. He's yeah, so, I remember we talked about my memory. Oh yeah, good point. Okay, so it's it's 135 miles across Death Valley, in in 120 degree Fahrenheit temperatures, and he won. He came in first place because everyone else died. <laughs> <laughs> well, like so. <clears throat> Why? <laughs> That's this is a lot him. like like the Wim Hof thing. It's like number one, why? Why? And number two, how? <laughs> like, how are you able to do this? Oh, you were you mentioned before, like physically, like about his knees and stuff. So you know, when you when you're working out, the thing that kind of stops you from doing your sets is you have lactic acid, and you just kind of push it too far. Even if, it doesn't matter what you're doing, curls, bench press, or whatever. You're gonna you're gonna run out of strength at one point. Apparently, like his physiology is different than most people's and he doesn't feel the lactic acid buildup. Um, so that just, makes sense. I mean, it obviously his physiology has to be different. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's crazy. Yeah. He's truly kind of one of a kind. There's a bunch of ultra marathoners out there, but no one is quite like Carnazes. Well, and I said, you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Right. Like, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't think I could do that, but also know like, Cher- Cherokee Indians as well. Um, or they, they they would run. There were nomadic tribes, and they would run anywhere from fourteen to eighteen hours a day. Moving, so yeah, I mean, you know, and that's and there was no tracks, <laughs> there was no roads. It was just running through the forest. So I guess <laughs> no Google Maps, no <laughs> no pizza, <laughs> no pizza. Yeah, so they have comedy podcasts. They did to not. To, they did. I will say this: that the the children would sleep when they they would sleep with like water, food, and and they basically slept with like a little pouch on them that had everything they needed. So they would get up if they had to get up and move in the middle of the night. The children were ready to go, and the children and I, I don't know what age they would stop carrying them, but the children would run as well, like four or five years old, which is crazy. Can you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine your kid <laughs> running like for fourteen hours? <laughs> Um, kind of right now yeah, yeah he doesn't really stop yeah. so yeah i guess i could kind of it would take a really long time yeah to run 14 miles but yeah <sighs> well it just it blows your mind so as you hear about these these things i mean the list goes on and on and on about all the shit that he does he's also um a best-selling author he's written several books about what he's able to do and the feats he's done and his mindset. And it's pretty fucking pitching. It's, it's very, it's incredible. Like I'm, I'm impressed. I'm amazed. I'm like, 
I'm in awe, but also I'm just like, why? Like the running, <laughs> you just keep I'm coming not, back to that. Like, yeah. the, like the run, that's cool. Like, the, like I get it. Like he does these, you know, whatever. But what? Why are you gonna go run in 120 mile, 20 uh, degree heat? Like why? Like what? Why? <laughs> so he's really, he's really interested in pushing his limits. Yeah, apparently. And he's like, uh, the mental toughness it takes to do what he does yeah. is just, it's superhuman. I think when I say why, I mean I don't want to get off my couch <laughs> mm-hmm. like my couch is so comfortable yeah. and i will and i don't do it i, I do it so you don't I, do it very often i don't i don't mm-hmm. in fact i mean if i could do this podcast from the couch i'd be there right now but no i mean I, it's right there i don't see why you couldn't <laughs> hold on let me see <laughs> but but yeah so you know it is it is it's just like a different kind of, it's a different human being yeah, yeah, he is a different human being. So in a typical week, he's going to run anywhere between 70 and 120 miles because he's he mixes everything up between short runs and long runs. I and ran he... two miles the other day. And when I say run, I mean, I ran part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I walked the other part. I've been I've been going to the gym, as I've mentioned before, and I've no, you tell my... us that a lot. Okay, So I'm at the gym right now, guys. This background is fake. I'm on a treadmill. So I'm getting in really good shape. My stamina is improving and stuff, but like, I don't even want to run more than three miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not easy for me to run three miles. No, me neither. Really fat guy. And like my, my like long run that I do when I'm in good shape is three and a half miles. That's, that's my long run because it's boring. Yeah, I, 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 get, like, I do get bored. I do like running, but my peak was one. I mean, I don't, I, and I don't. I now run, try to do mile walk. I, I do run a mile, walk half mile, run a mile. That's how I do it now. But but at my peak of running, like I would like eleven miles would be my thing. I would do like eleven miles every other day, and I felt great. Like it was amazing. But I mean, it, and some days it was easy, some days it was hard. But I, I mean, every time I got to eleven, I'm like done. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah. like yes. I'm that done. was your that was your 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 goal, yeah, and then you were you were like, ready to, ready yeah, to be like, done. I don't yeah. want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I would hit eleven because it was like I was I was running this loop, and it would be so many times. And then like once I would get to the end of it, I'm like, sweet, I'm done. I don't I don't need to go any further than this. <laughs> so <laughs> why eleven? Uh, because it was the it was two point two miles. So so you go around it. Uh, wait, is that right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you go around oh, it. Man. Yeah, you go you go around five times. Five times is eleven miles. Gotcha. So okay, that's, good. that's why. And it was always like beautiful. It's like it's over. It's like in Silver Lake, and it was just it was like a beautiful run. It felt great, you know. But even when it was like ninety eight degrees, I'd be like, I'm gonna wait till it cools off. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go out when it's a hundred and ten or a hundred or you know or negative thirty or negative yeah or negative thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Uh... Like I just, I'm just, I'm not, and I guess it's the same thing. Like, like I, I'm starting to come around. Like I, I get why people do sports and stuff like that, and I know what you know. But I, I guess when I say, I get why people do sports. Well, I, I get why people get He's competitive. He's just figuring it out right now. Let's let him have his moment. No, no, no. Okay. no. Like I get, I get what people are competitive and and what they get out of sports and all that stuff. And I guess for me, it's just like I'm just not built that way, right? And so, so that's it's just like anytime anyone does like that. I, again, I'm like, I am very. But you impressed. do have a competitive beard. <laughs> Yeah, there's some part of you that feels competitive, but it's so easy. It's not like I have to. I just literally have to live. <laughs> That's all I have to do to grow this. I live. <laughs> I don't. I'm not changing anything. I'm not. Have you found your natural maximum beard length? Do what? God, I have to say that again. Have you found your? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't know where. No, not not yet. So so far, it's still so growing. it's still growing. Still growing. Yeah, we'll see. 
God, is, I hope that, it gets... is that a thing? Yeah. A natural? All body hair. All body hair has a point where it will no longer grow. I will say this. I never knew that. That'd be a really sad day. This this hair has hit its... I bet Courtney's glad you went facial hair and not pubic hair. Who says I didn't that. go who says I didn't go pubic hair? Touché. I've seen his I've seen his jeans, the bottom of his jeans <laughs> by his shoes. It's uh John, your pubes are hanging out the bottom of your pants. Your pubes are cutting your Nikes. I've been saving a lot of money on socks. So <laughs> it's just pubes now. Okay, let me get back to Carnese. Yeah, that's probably Carnese's can run forever because he is psychologic phys- physiologically elite biochemically very efficient and mentally very tough was he hit with gamma rays <laughs> by chance he's superhero he was bit sure. by a radioactive spider <laughs> so that worked for nike carnese's says because spiders work for nike gotcha <laughs> they have a <laughs> I don't fucking, think that's an employment a, policy of nike. no that's fine it has to be carnese says because they don't require any kind of like uh they can work 24-7, and they don't have to pay them, and they don't have a union and all that shit. We, we employ spiders. <laughs> Carnese yeah, says do it. why he can run forever is best explained by a Portuguese proverb, who runs for pleasure, never tires, which I don't believe. <laughs> I'm going to get tired, but I guess it wouldn't be pleasurable. And whatever. Like I love running for nothing other than running pleasure, itself. But, but I get tired of sex, right? I, I like eventually not tired of sex, but I get, I can, there's just, I had a point where I'm like, I'm done. I can't this, I can't do this anymore because my will collapse. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> tired just physically. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually, that's not really my problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear about your problem. <laughs> it's that nobody will have sex with him. That's a problem. <laughs> So, Carnesis has a condition called lactic dehydrogenosis or dehydrogenase syndrome, in which he does not produce lactic acid during exercise. At all? Apparently not. Uh, all right. So, so and, he's and they've a, done like the lab testing to prove it. He's a mutant. He's a freak. That's what it is. All yeah, right. He's totally a mutant. Did you say yeah. mutant or mute? Mutant. Okay. He could be both. Yeah. He could. At, can you not the, talk? Or? <laughs> he can talk. Okay. I, I, you've you've heard all the quotes. Like, <laughs> That's true. But he could have written them down. I don't. He could have signed them. Oh, yeah. good point. Yeah. No, he's he said them out loud. At age sixty, Carnesis continues to challenge himself because he has a desire to be the best he can be, and running is a medium that allows a person to measure themselves against themselves, regardless of your age or ability. Few sports hold a mirror up to you the way running does. That's a good point. I like the honesty of that. Mm-hmm. He finishes by saying. Yeah, so makes sense. You know, you wonder if he's ever gotten injured. He actually hasn't. He's pretty fucking stoked. He cross chains. He's he I've seen him on an interview saying it's just like people that say they have bad knees or ankles and it fucking he doesn't he has a he has like a really good stride. He doesn't pronate or whatever the opposite of pronate is, which I can't remember right now. It's something else that ends in Nate. So uh, he it's prenatal. He lands pretty pronate. He lands pretty evenly on this. <laughs> yeah. What are you <laughs> doing right now? <laughs> I'm doing the running thing with my hands. That's how but he runs. He, and and it's been theorized that like people have like a uh, a finite amount of heel strikes <laughs> in them. Yeah, you're but supposed obvious... to bounce off your 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 toe, or like what is that going to pick the pad up by your toe, right? Just just watch a video of him running, and that's how you're supposed to do it because he never gets injured, and he's the best runner. 
ever. So whatever he's doing is right. Can't you actually, you me? actually want, want to watch your, videos. You want your your heel and your and your uh, the ball of your foot to actually hit at the same time. You want ball it, you, that ball. That's the word I was looking yeah, yeah. for. You want, your heel, you want your heel. So neither one. <laughs> How do you hit. forget balls? Because if you're if you're hitting if your ball if the ball of your foot hitting first, you're putting it's it's doing damage to the front of your knee. And if your heel, but is but you hitting, want to push off your balls, right? I mean, you can't push off your heel and your ball at the same time, John. What? He just talked about the the strikes. The right, way right. The way you land, yeah. you land, you land. You basically you're landing, fl- you're landing evenly, and then you push off. John, talking on the mic. You land pleasure and you push off. <laughs> <laughs> now talk without alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you land flat and then you push off. That's how I was taught. As okay. this, as if this weren't enough, Carnacy's also swears by cross training. He does burpees, push ups. <laughs> Fuck. He's doing like, because this guy is just like, you know what's really going to get me in shape? <laughs> Not the seven billion get miles. This is the part where he fights Wim Hof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'll get there. It's, uh, I gonna, made it up in my head. Oh, he's going to fucking fight the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also uses something called an elliptigo. Because it's incredible strength in cardiovascular training with zero impact. I don't know why he would care about impact or not. He's constantly impacting. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just whatever. Um, you know what else has impact? <laughs> Pegging. <laughs> Wait, has no impact or has no, impact? No, has impact. It definitely has it on which, uh, uh, psychologically which, on you. Which side of the pegging? <laughs> I feel both? like both. I feel like yeah. both. I guess it depends which on how Which one is better for cardio, do you think, John? Since you've been part of both. I guess. <laughs> Good question. I'd like to hear an answer. I once pegged for 350 miles. Whoa, 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 In Maybe 69. what pegging is. In 50 states. I pegged in all 50 states in 50 days. We just ran. I just, <laughs> I just was just running and I was getting pegged the whole time. Got up, go to my OnlyFans. By day four, I had a really, <laughs> a real incontinence problem. <laughs> oh God, that and a lack of pizza. Yeah, the pizza delivery guy might be like, "Hey, I'm gonna." Oh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you're, not, you're getting pegged. I'm gonna leave. Not doing. I thought this was that ultra marathon guy. This is totally different. <laughs> not delivering this pizza. <laughs> that guy's totally getting pegged. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I don't either. <laughs> I can it's, picture it. And it's yeah, it's yeah, making me it. laugh. I can no. actually see. I can say honestly that it's not funny, but it's funny. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. <laughs> People have asked Carnazes if he ever gets tired, and he says he's got a really funny one with that one. He says, "Yeah, but only when I sit down." Mm. Yeah. Wah, wah. yeah, that's how his jokes land. I guess should not do a comedy <laughs> podcast. Neither should we. <laughs> That's true. That is true. In watching interviews with Dean Carnazes, I have to say he's you know, here's extreme- the thing, man. You do not have to oh. keep saying his last name. You could just call him Dean. Yeah. <laughs> we all Dino. Know I like Dino. Dino. <laughs> Dino Rooney. In watching interviews with Dino, I have to say he seems extremely likable. He's got a good sense of humor and the ability to laugh mm-hmm. at himself. I don't know about that sense of humor thing. That joke was pretty well, that was a bad example, but not okay. everybody hits home runs all the time. It's true. So instead of reading what I wrote, I'm just going to tell you that he reminds me a lot of Rob Lowe's character in Parks and Recs. He's, I don't know if you ever saw that show, 
but he's one of these upbeat guys that's constantly exercising and loving life. And unlike that Wim Hof self-righteous motherfucker. Why is he self-righteous? He is very self-righteous. Cold water's the only way. That was the only time I mentioned him in this episode because I never liked that guy, Wim Hof. I know you didn't. You know, they've done a lot more studies in the last couple of years over the cold water stuff, and and they're thinking more and more and more that it's one of the healthiest things you can do for yourself. I know. I'm not saying he was wrong. That's that's the fact that he was right makes him more obnoxious. Because <laughs> he was basing it on bullshit, but his bullshit happened to be right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he got so lucky. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, his fucking theory came first and then the science. And yeah. then he's like, I'm going to take credit for that. Cause I'm Wim Hof. David Wim Hof. Asshole. Off. <laughs> A question I had while researching Dino. <laughs> Was, can all this exercise be healthy? Well, guys, the answer is yes and no. Oh, okay, no. I, was, I was hoping it was no. It's mostly, well, it can be no. Avid exercise overachievers seem to share in common a zest for life and are, purpose, and are purpose-driven and mindful, which is a good thing. It allows you to like live in the moment when you're exercising so much. If you're not living in the See, moment. That's interesting because, Greg, you have a zest for life, but you're in I terrible do. shape. It's true. I will say this about Greg. His cardio is really good. I'm not well, in he, terrible shape. He, he is. Does, he shape. does skate, though. Yeah. He no, skates. No. He's not in terrible shape. He is a terrible shape. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's a, that's a very important <laughs> distinction. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like Greg. It's cra- Greg is super flexible, and he's I has am. an cardio. I have both of those things. Yeah. Those are two things that I am not surprised you know, John. Ran a really big dick, and John knows that too. <laughs> Three things then, and 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 honestly, not that good of a kisser. You think he would be, but he's not. <laughs> I keep no, laughing. I, I wouldn't think he would be. I keep laughing. It's hard to <laughs> it's hard to stay serious it's when you're kissing John. It's true, and it feels weird when he grabs my face. <laughs> so, well, you don't have a face anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say, where's he, where's he grabbing? I mean, it's yeah. under there. There's there's a face. <laughs> Well, if you can't access it. Allegedly. <laughs> no, I, I, Maybe I promise you there's a chin and everything. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't think so. If it was just this in the beard, my brains would fall out of my head. <laughs> Maybe well, the beard holds it all in. <laughs> true. That's a good point. All right. Let, where was I, Jen, this I thing know. here? As oh, Dean has no said numerous times, running allows him to, to live in the moment. He has to be extremely mentally tough to persevere through all the hardships that come with ultra marathoning. But what about the physical toll? So that's the mental toll. He's like, he, I think he faces all of that grueling exercise with, with a plum. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. So he eats a plum. And... Yeah. With a plum. Yeah. That's what he okay. uses. <laughs> But what about the physical toll running could put on you? Not just Dean, but anybody that's uh, an extreme over-exerciser. Well, there's this article written by Richard N. Fagorosis. He's a, he's a doctor. Dr. Richard. Sounds like a doctor. He's Over-exercising and the risk for atrial fibrillation. Oh, now we see why he did this episode. <laughs> no, he's just a clever little... He googled it, it popped up. The, the dean popped up. He's like, "All right, cool, that'll work." <laughs> no, I found dean first, and then I kind of I had to bring everything in. I mean, extreme exercise leads to anxiety. Really? Oh, right. Yeah. So, guys, 
these athletes that run these fucking marathons have a much higher preponderance towards developing atrial fibrillation. For those of you who don't know what atrial fibrillation is, look it up because these guys go back and listen to like four or five of our (laughs) earlier episodes. My co-hosts are not going to suffer through me describing AFib again. No, but it's just an arrhythmia and it's going to be deadly. Take care of it. Basically what what, what AFib is. Oh yeah. That's where I should have you guys describe what it is. Yeah. So what AFib is, is Greg calls you on a Friday (laughs) until she's going to be in the hospital for a week and they're running some tests. That's what AFib is. Mm -hmm. Turns and then, and then nothing. The first time. That's true. That's true. Second time you were there for three days. <laughs> so no. Oh no. Second time I was only there for like eight hours, and they zapped me. How are you good now? I I mean, knock on wood. Since I had my last ablation, um, three over three years ago, I haven't had an episode. All right, John. You didn't even mention the complaining. That was the part <laughs> that I remember most of all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just here's the thing. If you listen to the show, you know Kevin's Greg been the complained. funniest today. Yeah, <laughs> and I, you know what's funny with that is he's not joking. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of complaining when it comes to AFib. Um, I'm a Jaff, <laughs> a Jewish atrial <laughs> fibrillation. <laughs> my my dad has AFib. And they gave he him. He does. Yeah, and they gave him. Does he, he talk about it constantly? No, he doesn't. My, so he he had some monitor thing, right? And and then basically they would like call him, and this was kind of dumb. So they had this monitor in, and then they would like so, somehow it, w- it wasn't like immediate. So then a week later they'd call him and be like, "Mr. Banks, on you know July twenty seventh, uh, you spike for thirty minutes. Do you know what you're doing?" And my dad's like, "No, <laughs> that was like a week ago. I don't know what I was doing." So. But he, yeah, but he, he basically, he, he did the ablation and it didn't work. And now he's like, yeah, fuck it. If it kills me, it kills me. That's my dad's, that's my dad's way. Yeah, of but everything. is he in, is he in permanent AFib right now? No, I don't think he's in permanent. No. So it, it comes and goes? It comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, hey, he's 77. He'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> according to him. And he's, you know, he's had a life. He's he has had a, had a life. So he has like, had a like given his pet. I don't blame him for being like, ah, if it fucking kills me, it kills me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has had a and he I was that... in the shit in Vietnam. I uh, I seen some stuff that uh, would kill most people just by seeing it. So, yeah, yeah, that I get true. it. I get it. And his attitude about uh, AFib denial is not unlike these ultra marathoners that get something like that, too, where they think they can like exercise their way out of it or run it run it out (laughs) yeah they're they're so optimistic yeah and that's how they live their lives are these like super happy crazy people like you know if you see how carnese's interviewed you would just think this guy is just so fucking high because he's just just happy crazy like i would imagine right like their serotonin dopamine all their pleasure chemicals are they gotta be through the roof right your all brain, the time. Yeah, just yeah. constantly got to be kicking that shit. I mean, if you're running 350 miles, your brain just has to be like to, to keep going. Even if you have something where you don't you don't feel pain or whatever, like you don't have the lactic acid and stuff like that, it would still be like his brain. His brain would have to give him a reason to keep going. Does he get does he suffer from depression? Uh, Not that you saw. If he does, he doesn't admit it. Because the only or reason does... is because I've I've heard that people that exercise like crazy amounts they come down. You know what I mean? Like they're so high that when they come down, they're they're not. Ready. That actually, and that's usually can... when they run, go back out and start running again. That could be one of the symptoms of of overtraining because mm-hmm. your chemicals are you just can't keep up. 
Right. So those high, so that's another, besides like the AFib, which I wanted to bring in, which was kind of cutesy, not really, <laughs> whatever. Cause <laughs> I mean, AFib was, is pretty adorable. <laughs> it is. It is a cute little disorder. <laughs> um, there's, there's a lot of people that exercise when they overtrain, it has serious implications upon their body. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they can actually break bones easier because they just push themselves to, to extremes. Their tendons are fucked up. You know, they have problems walking. Their knees are fucked. You know, you hear about all this shit. This, this, this Dean guy, he's like one in a billion. He, he's, yeah. He's yeah. just not, just because he's not suffering from like that doesn't mean most people won't. And I don't care how much preparation you do. I don't think anything can prepare you for a hundred mile run and what it's going to do to your body. It's, Look at, I mean, I, you know, you know, I'm a football fan and like how often like these guys that are just superb athletes just like cut the wrong way and they blow up their knee. Yeah. And they're like in the best shape. They're, they're in right. the best shape of anybody on the planet, but they just like, just do, they move a certain way and their knee blows up. And but I for think whatever what reason, happens, some of the, for some of those guys, I don't think that, I think that their bodies are not, I mean, they're in phenomenal shape. Like what we think, you know, kind of a, a, a Romanesque figure, but they, these runners don't have that same issue because they don't have the same upper body weight. They're really mm, like lean. If you think about a marathoner, less muscly. Yeah. Yeah. Like so they, I bulky, think they have less yeah. weight. That's kind of transferring. Yeah, what, is, what is like a like a running back weight? What What is the average weight of a running back in the NFL? Like two sixty, two forty? No, 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 not that high. What, Probably what more in the anywhere for any depending on the type of back, anywhere from one ninety to two twenty. You know, I would say to to, to like that's a lot of weight. To be, yeah, to just turn all of a sudden with that much weight, and and a lot of times they're like you know, five, nine. Yeah. So, I mean, two twenty five nine, all muscle. That's yeah. And runners, runners aren't going to make those kind of tight cuts it's true. either. So but still like you think like, as you're running at some point, you just, I don't know. Oh yeah. You're going to fuck yourself tweak up. something, sure. you know? I, yeah. I, yeah. I was at a lightning in a bottle, like in 2000, I don't know. I was at a music festival, like in the early, like, like, I don't know, 2007, 2008, something like that. And I, I was dancing and I landed on a rock and I basically stretched out a ligament. And it took about two years for it to completely heal. Was but it I, Dave Matthews? I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was did a Dave Matthews. Step on Dave Matthews. Do what? Did you step on Dave Matthews? I did. I did. He was. Yeah, he was a rock. Um, He's all crash <laughs> into me. He's like, "Whoa, what'd you say?" I'm like, "I fucking hurt my ligament, Dave." That's what I would say. Anyway, so I, ow, I stretched the thing I out, said, and it took it took like a week for the swelling and stuff to go down. And then I was like, I, I was still, I was. That's when I was like at the peak of my running. And it was crazy because I had the muscles that I needed to do it. But if I, if my foot, if I hit like a little hole or something, and my foot just tilted a little bit, I'd go down every time I'd fall because my foot, Ugh. I just, my foot wouldn't support me, mm-hmm. which sucked. It's a very yeah, vulnerable feeling. I yeah. hate that. I've had injuries like that too. I've had issues with my knee where like, if I turned the wrong way and didn't even know what I did, I could just, it would just give out on me and I just tumble. It's weird. Bodies are weird. Bodies are fucking, my body's a wonderland, but yours are weird for sure. So symptoms of overtraining are a profound feeling of fatigue. No shit. Energy loss. Shocker. Chronic colds, infections, insomnia, ironically weight gain, stamina decline. And, you know, women will lose their period. I left it over here somewhere. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Nice. It's, that it's that happens to bodybuilders, right? Like women, female bodybuilders, that they they stop having periods. Yeah, they they sure do. Yeah, I think. Well, is that is that 
and I'm not. Is that because of the steroids? Because of the the hormones? Because a lot of bodybuilders were getting hormones. I know oh, that, that's a good question. That I don't fuck know. up your. I've, I've got we, I, no. It's I, no. It's it's something that just naturally happens. Yeah. Which so, is weird because the only only other reason your body will stop. Uh, the only other reason a woman's body will stop outside of cancer or something like that is starvation. When you hit a certain point in starvation, uh, people can no longer produce, reproduce. So, hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. All right, guys, we're going to get down to last call. And I'm going to speak from the heart when it comes to last call, primarily because this is the first time I've ever not printed out my research. I did it all. I copied and pasted an email. And my last call is not on here. <laughs> I don't know where it went. I wrote it. <laughs> but it didn't. Remember, all, all your last call has to be now is a cheers. You don't have to do a whole yeah, last call. Yeah, well, it's not going to be a lot. I was going to talk about how, um, you know, Dean and other people so far have not yet defeated themselves. And as a matter of fact, they're they're pushing themselves. <laughs> they're pushing themselves to new heights. So I think they're improving themselves and it's admirable. It might be, it might seem weird to an outsider because, you know, we're talking about this lightly about what, what someone like Dean is able to do. But if you just think about the sheer volume of hours where he spends alone on pounding pavement or trails, it's just amazing to me that a human being is capable of enduring such such incredible amounts of endurance. And it is admirable, if not fucking crazy. It could be both. And I think it's both. So cheers cheers to you, Dean. Um, If you do drink alcohol. (laughs) Only one of us is drinking alcohol. So I got you, Dean. I got you, Dino. Good work, Kevin. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. In your honor, Dean. Now go out there and give me 50 (laughs) miles. (laughs) 